BMG Partners and 1494 2AY presents The Journey Podcast. The stories you're about to hear are true. They shine a light on the events and incidents, known and unknown, that have shaped the lives of the Albury-Wodonga region's most intriguing personalities, local legends and unsung heroes. So sit back and enjoy. Hello, it's Kev Poulton from 2AY, and this time as we go on the journey, it's of Louise Arnold from Arnold's Fruit Market. We'll discover the highs and lows of business over 128 years, and we started off with her ties to the region. Well, I'm born and bred at Mercy Hospital um, back, can I say, 50 years ago this year. Happy birthday. Had a special <laughs> birthday during lockdown. Um, went to Aubrey High and uh, graduated and um, family of, you know, I've three brothers and sisters and mum and dad are locals as well. Um, then I went off to, after year 12, I decided that I won't work at the family business because I'd been working there sort of on and off since I was sort of 14 or 15. I thought, okay, I'll go to uh, Charles Sturt Uni in Wagga and I'll get an arts degree and in TV and theatre. And that was probably the best thing I ever did. I was very naive, very green, leaving home, but I was essentially only an hour and a half up the road. So I was getting my independence, but I could still run home to mum and dad when I needed to. And as I said, it was the best thing I could have done. Um, met a lot of people, you know, had a wild time at uni as you do. Lived on college for three years at Wagarag College, which was a whole nother story. Um, but what it taught me was that theatre work was, was something I was really interested in doing and performing because I've sort of been doing that on and off all my life. Um, but now I've utilised that later down the track in my work. Uh, so sort of finished that um, three years later with a degree in my pocket and thought, well, now what? Um, and Dad said, oh, you know, we're about to turn 100. The business is about to turn 100. Um, could you just come back and maybe just write the history? And now that I'm a parent, I know what he was doing. I just said, oh, yeah, I'll just come back for a month or something. Uh, 30-odd years later, I'm still there. So, you know, as a parent, he was sort of, trying to get me back into the business because he knew I could potentially offer the business something. And of course, I had nothing else to do. I needed to make money. So came back and so I had my three years in Wagga and then essentially, of course, been in Aubrey Wodonga ever since and love it. No plans to leave at this stage. Um, the family's held me here and the business has held me here. And it sounds like maybe Dad uh, was very clever in going, I've got a daughter here who yep. presents well and has got all the credibility now of, of, of the theatre and and can now help sell what we're doing, the fruit and veg. Well, I did write that little history at the time and I also wrote a letter to my father uh, for employment and I still have that letter handwritten. Uh, Dear Mr. Arnold, um, I'm seeking employment. Um, I've got an arts degree. Um, I'll peel potatoes. I'll push trolleys. Um, whatever you need me to do um, to be the Arnold's girl. And I can't believe that I read that letter now. And 25 years later, after being Louise from Arnold's, I was writing my future. So it's quite incredible um, that I did that. And I gave it to him and he laughed and he kept that letter and I've still got it, which is great. Um, but I don't, I don't really know why I did that. It was sort of a more of a joke. And by the way, thanks for getting me through uni, Dad. Mum and Dad, <laughs> you know, that was awesome. Well, I had such a great time. So um, I was writing my future. bit creepy, but we'll talk some more about that soon. Um, 
hobbies for Louise Arnold. So we do know you're passionate about your fruit and veg. We see, we hear it regularly. We know you are the, you know, you're the Arnold's girl. What do you do in your downtime? Like, do you have any interesting hobbies? Or well, I'm not. I've never been sporty. My father did every known sport known to man, um, and I'm not. You know, tennis is probably was has been my thing. Sort of a bit of a hit and giggle on a Tuesday with the ladies. <laughs> love that. Um, oh, I just love being with friends and family. You know, as I've gotten older, I, I you know, I like, you know, I love food. You know, I love travelling. Um, I like to keep it sort of local within Australia, um, particularly not that interested in sort of running overseas and doing all that sort of stuff. Did a little bit of that in my early twenties, and that was sort of enough. I like to stay close, love my family, and um, so hobbies. Um, I'm pretty basic and pretty boring. Yeah, what you see is what you get, I guess. <laughs> Lots of time in the kitchen. Love cooking. Yeah. When I left home, I could never cook. I couldn't do anything. So I'd go off to uni and college and live there and, oh, gosh, you know, typical, you know, two-minute noodles, that sort of thing, hot chips. <laughs> and then working um, and coming into Arnold's um, in my early 20s, I realised that we've got to sort of get some recipes out to the customers. So I, for a very short time, I think I was a vegetarian without realising because <laughs> I thought, oh, they only want vegetarian recipes. Um, so, yeah, cooking, um, I've gotten much better because meeting my husband, he was the first boyfriend I ever had that could cook because I thought men can't cook because my brothers, my father couldn't cook. So meeting Craig um, and he cooked for me on my very fir- our very first date, I just thought, oh, my God, this guy's a keeper and he can cook and re- cook really well. What did he cook? Do you remember what it yes, was? Yes, he cooked garlic prawns. He arrived at my little unit in Wise Street. with He was living with his parents in Wodonga and his mum had given him a rose and a rose between his teeth, knocked on the door. He had the the, uh, the ingredients for the garlic prawns and, of course, it's a super simple dish, honestly. It's, but I just thought, oh, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> and I think we you know, drank a cask of wine and, <laughs> and that was essentially our first date. And and the rest is history. Yeah, and he proposed like seven months later. Yeah, couple of children, two kids, Claudia and Tom. Um, Claudia's just been in lockdown um, in Melbourne, so she's just come home this weekend, which is awesome. She's twenty two, and Claude's, uh, Tom's about to turn twenty one. Yeah, great. And let's talk about lockdown. And, and I know you're one <sighs> of many businesses there at Arnold's, but and and you're you're clearly the whole yes we commute every day across a river but really we're the one community um let's talk about this being such a significant return to the journey oh. how's it been on you your family your business your friends what's your observation of the whole situation well first of all we were so grateful that we're an essential service so we had to immediately let our customers know that we are open. So back in March, we are, we will stay open. Our hours are exactly the same. We've never closed. Um, this is also our second pandemic. Spanish flu back in 1919. So Arnold's, this is our second time we've done it all. Um, oh, look, it every day was different. Every week the goalposts changed. We had to adapt. Um, I remember thinking oh, my God, how did we get through this week? And next week, I don't even know what next week is going to be like. And I like to, you know, have a little bit of control and know what's going on. So that was really difficult. And, you know, I was so grateful for our staff, grateful that we didn't have to put anyone off. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, we put on 12 staff in about an hour on one particular day in 
mid mid to late March when um, the panic buying, when everything was in lockdown, when elderly people were told not to leave their home <clears throat> and our Arnold's Online home delivery just went like that. Mm. And it happened in a day like that. And we were un- completely unprepared. In fact, it was like Christmas, but we we planned for Christmas months in advance. We've got the rosters organised. We buy the product. We know, you know we mm. buy extra uh, produce. But it happened so quickly um, that we weren't prepared, but we, we got ourselves organised real quick. So to be able to put staff on, to be able to, you know, our staff to keep their jobs. We moved them around. They tried different tasks. You know, some of our staff shone in different areas that we didn't even know of. Um, and all our family, the Arnold family, all live in Albury. Hmm. So um, only a business in Wodonga um, is fine. You know, you've got a 12-minute commute as normal. But then when they closed the borders, that was super hard. Getting our staff over the border if they needed to to work was very, very difficult. Um we were just in shock that that happened, that the borders were closed. Um, and then we lost all our New South Wales customers. Mm. So um, that's been really difficult for us and a lot of obviously Wodonga um, businesses. And now with the border opening, we're so excited. It, I felt like, I felt like, oh my God, the, uh, the baby's arrived. And so the <laughs> excitement was just so great for me anyway, uh, for last Monday. Um, but now we've still got to educate that we still need to wear a mask. So there's been all this education and that's my job in the business is to promote, to educate, to communicate to our customers that this is what you need to do. If you're shopping inside a store in Victoria, you need to wear a mask. So that's been a little bit of a hiccup the last week and a half. And have they, have they come back though? Yes. Has it simply been the border yes. closure that's prevented that? Yes, it's been like that again, yeah. as I say. Um, and Arnold's, um, previously they were using our home delivery service, um, which we've had going for 17 years, which has just, you know, saved us really mm. um, during COVID and saved the area because we deliver to a huge part of the region, 70 suburbs and towns. Um, so they were already getting Arnold's. They love us. They know our reputation. and know our product. Then um, they thought, no, but I'm desperate to get over to Arnold's. I miss shopping at Arnold's. Yeah. And so let's talk about that online presence because I know I observed during the pandemic that you yes. were setting records with how many boxes were getting shipped out each yes. day. You know, you talked about putting a moment ago about putting extra staff on and frantically having to try to ramp up. And uh, was your online capacity strong enough for what we experienced? Because we saw a lot of people that had sort of dabbled in online um, as part of their as part of their business. Their systems failed them <laughs> yes. with the overwhelming uh, situation. But how did you fare? Oh, perfectly fine. Um, as I said, 17 years ago, we started um, Arnold's Online, which was my father's idea a couple of years before that. Um, and... I'm so once again very grateful that we had all that set up. And the one of the reasons, a couple of the reasons he decided let's do this Arnold's online home delivery thing, he couldn't even turn a computer on, <laughs> was let's get it established, let's get the Arnold's online established in this area before the Coles and Woolies come and do it in Aubrey Wodonga. So we, you know, we own it. Mm. And so we did. And then Coles and Woolies came regionally years and years later. Um, and then... The big chains let everyone down back in March. They they stopped all their home delivery. So that was great for us. So that just proved to the to the local area that Arnold's has got your back and always been here. So yeah, our website, no no crashing, nothing like that. Um, we did have to um, add a whole logistics team. Uh, so 
what we would normally do deliveries in a week, we were doing in a day. Mm. So, um, you know, we had the vehicles, we had the product, we had the staff, the extra staff as well. Um, and we knew what we were doing because we've been doing it for 17 years. Um, but we had to add a logistics team. So, you know, you're a, you're a driver and you're going to Corowa and how long and Rutherglen. You might normally only, I don't know, have about 20 drops, but you've got 50, mm. for instance. And um, you go into all these houses. Um, we also deliver to all the restaurants and cafes as well and wineries and pubs. But we, we know where they are. But these houses, I don't know. I've never been to Joe Blow's house. Let's, so we had to whole, set up a whole sort of software system um, so the drivers knew where they were going. All on the fly, like everybody. All We're on all... the fly, and, absolutely. And you mentioned it's Arnold's second pandemic. Right, so it's yeah. your second pandemic. Was any of the first pandemic documented? Was there a how-to book? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Look, Arnold's has been through it all, 128 years, you yeah. know, depressions, world wars. Um, it's incredible when you look at the business's history and we're lucky as well because we do have a family history book that's about this thick and we also have an Arnold's history book that I uh, wrote with um, Howard Jones. And so I refer back to that a lot, uh, particularly with the new, the next generation, uh, my kids and nieces and nephews, who really, history is not such a, a focus for them. Um, whereas I'm in the middle. I'm like, oh, I love all the history but and love all the new technology as well. Mm. So, And you're right. It's one of those things that history is sort of not as trendy or, or as appealing as it used to be. You know, now it's just all about future. We're encouraged yeah. so much to live the now and live the future. And what's, um, what's something that took you by surprise during the whole pandemic? Maybe something you've learnt about your friends, family or community even? Oh, community. Like- I just, I love... I love our customers and because I don't actually work in the shop as such, so I'm not face-to-face with the customers, um, um, my job at Arnold's has always been in the office, I suppose, and now it's, you know, behind a social media platform. Um, so getting little notes from the customers on the online orders just melted our hearts. Mm-hmm. So it really showed me um, that... People needed help, but there were a lot of scared people out mm. there, a lot of scared um, people like yourself who have elderly parents who were told, if you're over 70, do not leave your house. So we had customers ringing us saying, oh, mum and dad live in um, Barranduda and they can't leave the house. Can you help? And I said, of course we can help. That's what we can do. So um, I was surprised how scared people were because we were in a little, our little bubble at work, I suppose, every day, every day doing the same thing. And... Um, I, what I learnt that the customers, they're like our, we're like our family. So we've gained so many new customers because of COVID um, that, you know, I write them little notes. Um, I think your mum and dad got an order and I recognise their name. And, you know, that just yeah. makes my little heart sing. I think we're here to serve the people of Aubrey Wodonga and, you know, we've continued to do so. Yeah. And... Um- what have you done with your personal values or even perhaps if you want to talk on business as well, either way, how have you shifted this year in terms of what you prioritise? Go with you first. Yeah. <sighs> well, having my daughter in Melbourne was frankly terrifying. Mm. Um, very independent. You know, she's graduated from uni and she's working full time. But, you know, losing that freedom of being able to see her if I needed to was very difficult. Um, so, oh, gosh. This year's been like no other. It's it's I've looked at my health as well, um, you know, wanting to sort of be a little bit stronger and heading towards a sort of 
turning 50, <laughs> um, which, you know, wasn't much fanfare. So I've looked at my health and I've learnt that um, getting healthier can make you happier and, you know, be more positive and, and you can be a better a better mum, a better wife, a better worker because, my goodness, I've never worked this hard this year, <laughs> truly. It's like it's been like 50 Christmases in one during that panic buying, the lockdown, um, but it's been awesome. So we sit here in the lead up to Christmas again, yeah. <laughs> which you've already been oh, through. Christmas will be a snack. <laughs> <laughs> how is it? How is it looking? Like, do, you, do you think well, it's going to be normal like all years, or as we're seeing, borders mm. open, families reunite, perhaps people travelling yeah, out to our yeah. region? What, what are I you think, seeing in your particular? Well, at friends? Christmas time, we always see a lot of uh, returned people. I see a lot of old school friends coming into Arnold's doing their shopping. So you do see a lot of um, strange faces, you know, people that aren't from the area at Christmas time. But then you see all the ones coming back, which I love. Um, I think Christmas is going to be the best one we've had because we weren't quite sure what sort we were going to get. Um, during the last few months, um, in the typical Arnold fashion, um, we've decided to make some changes and we've renovated our store because that's what we do. And you know what? We can because we are in our business. We're not legislated by a corporate head office somewhere in the city. So, um, and we've created a different look in store at Arnold's. I don't know if you've seen it, but you must come and have a look now that you have your big Wodonga connection. <laughs> and so I think a lot of people want to come and see that. Um, what has Arnold's done? Wow, I like loved Arnold's before. Um, haven't been for six months. Wow, how great do you guys look? Because, you know, we're always giving back to the customer. Store not big enough? Okay, let's make it bigger. Not enough trolleys? Let's get more trolleys. Want more range? We'll get more range. So, and we are all rediscovering the world, aren't we? Yeah. And it's through a different set of eyes. Would you yeah, agree with that? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm looking I'm looking at, you know, through my elderly mother's eyes. She's had a rough year with health and, and being in lockdown. You know, looking through my daughter in Melbourne's eyes, looking from a business owner. Um, yeah, so it's 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 been a year that I wouldn't like to do again. But at the same time, I'm glad... I've learnt what I've learnt and I've seen what I've seen. Mm, change, it, changing values and changing, yeah. you know, priorities. Is there anything that you've let go of and you've gone, oh, I don't really need that in my life anymore and it's because of COVID that it's gone. For me, that's sport. I, I, oh. I, as much as you need to be active and healthy, I've realised how much time I've put into other things and then I've gone, oh, without having that as a thing that I've always done just because it's what you do, yeah. change of habit and suddenly you go, oh, look at all the things I can do in my spare time. <laughs> well, I don't window shop like I used to. Um, <laughs> And I've jumped on the online shopping uh, bandwagon as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, local, honestly, just wanting to, you know, continue supporting local businesses and, you know, that's just become super important. And that's what I do for the business. I push, um, come and shop with us because we're local, but let's also give back to all these local local businesses here too. How's your skills putting in a calendar uh, or a diary event at the moment. Did you have a moment there, like many of us, where you weren't used to having appointments? You didn't really have to be accountable to time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You obviously had your hard work to do in terms of getting your, your team and, and upskilling and introducing new processes, which would keep you busy in terms of work. Well, but, we have been busy. It's, yeah. it's sort of it, the first lockdown, our life didn't, our business life didn't change. Um, it just got a hell of a lot busier um, when we had friends that had, you know, lost work or lost hours. Um, but our life pretty much stayed the same. So, yeah, less appointments, um, you know, but no holidays, yeah. you know, miss that. I miss, I just miss the freedom of, you know, now that we can. Um, but 
feeling a bit hesitant as well at the same time. Yeah, it's a different feeling, isn't it? It is. I think, oh, no, I think I'll just stay here. I'll just I'll just stay in the area or, I'll, you know, I'll definitely, you know, want to see more of Australia mm. for sure. Um, who do you most admire? Who's somebody that you admire? My father comes to mind um, probably because, um, you know, I've always, you know, Arnold's was his life, his father's life. Every, you know, the whole family's life, really. And so Arnold's has always been part of my life, even as a young child. So I've always admired his work ethic, get up and go. You know, he worked till the day, uh, day he got sick um, in his early 70s and would have kept going as well. Um, I admire the, the family that he built and the business as well and the home life. Had a really great home life as a child, you know, living in a, you know, a great um, solid family, which is awesome. So I admire him and during this year I've reflected we've all reflected mm. um, looking back at what he's he did for the business um, taking the business from Albury to Wodonga which was frowned upon at the time he didn't intentionally want to move the business interstate um, when all his cousins and fathers and uncles retired and he, he was only my age he was 51 um, so very young and he thought well I don't need to retire I can take this business on and it was just a, found just the perfect site in Osborne Street in Wodonga so he made that move so it was very very gutsy and huge at the time um, so my brother Roger was only 18 so you know, he had Roger's support, but Roger was pretty young. Um, and I, I was only, oh gosh, I was very young. So I've admired him to do that. He set that up, kept that going. He opened our retail store. He had the idea to do that. And he had the idea for the online. It would, we just sort of put that into practice. So I've admired his his vision. Mm. He's a visionary for sure. Uh, quotes. Are you one for quotes? Oh, do you like... Oh, if I can remember them. It's like a joke. I'd love to be able to remember jokes because I love jokes. Something that Dad used to say, you never learn anything with your mouth open. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? Do I really? What do you mean? Because I'm a talker, Kev. Yeah. Um, all my teachers at Aubrey High, oh, Louise is such a lovely girl because she just stopped talking. Hmm. So, you know, I was disruptive at school um, and I was an average student. So when Dad said that, you know, he wasn't talking about me, but he was talking about in general, you know, Go stop home. and listen, <laughs> stop and listen and learn about people. And I think as I've gotten older, definitely, um, I've learned that there's so much to learn. And if you just sort of, you know, close your mouth and just listen to what other people have to say, you learn so much and observe. Um, what's your biggest achievement in life so far? Oh, my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think every mum will say yeah, that. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. Um, Arnold's online as well. I feel um, I sort of grabbed hold of that myself oh, about seven or eight years ago because I could sort of see that the website needed judging and um, we needed to sort of push it towards the future. And there was talk that do we really do we really need it in the business? And, oh, no way. We are keeping this home delivery online. There'll be a riot. You know, at that time, um, we had a, a good solid base of customer. Um, but, I, you know, I could see um, where home delivery was heading, and but I could never foreseen what we've seen this year mm. um, with the expansion and the meteoric rise of home deliveries. Um, yeah, so I feel that's a really big achievement for me. Um, 
And Louise from Arnold's, who's like a little character of mine, and a lot of people don't know that I studied acting, and so, you know, that's sort of my my, my character. Um, so, you know, she, Louise from Arnold's, Heights Louise, has been something that um, I never thought would continue 25 years later. It will keep going. Mm. Um, but I've created that, and that's like my little persona and... You know, I get a bit of a kick when people recognise me and stuff like that. Because I think ultimately, back when I was 22, I thought, you know, I do want to be famous. I think that's where I want to head. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be on Home and Away. In fact, I wanted to be Rue's baby. I was going to come back as Rue's baby, but now Georgie Parker's got that. So that nev- was never going to work. But um, so I think deep down, I always wanted to be famous. So this is my version of that. As my daughter says... When I get recognised down the street, she's ter- gets terribly embarrassed, even at her age now. And I'd say, oh, my God, you know, I'm famous, Claudia. Mm. I'm famous. She said, no, Mum, you're just locally known. <laughs> Dad, Claude, you're just locally known. <laughs> Nothing like the kids to pull on the handbrake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so let's talk about that some more, as in, you know, Louise Arnold, you know, that the character that's it's, it's well sold your business for, for a long time, you know, 25 years, I think you mentioned. Um, is that, has that got its downsides? Yes. In terms of, do you, how, how do you feel when you just want to duck out of the shops in tracksuit pants or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> Do you do it anyway? Oh, I do it. I do it. Masks help, can I tell you? You know, it's funny. I I shop at Arnold's, of course, but the amount of people that see me, and I'm, I finish my shift and I'll do my shopping, or sometimes I go over on the weekends, and people, customers will be looking and go, what? you shop here? And I find that you know, hilarious. Like, well, of course, where else am I going to shop? But I think they think, oh, why doesn't she just go out to the cool room and just grab what she, you know, and I go through the registers. You know, I want the full I want the full experience. Give it all to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it is sort of funny getting recognised. But deep down, I, look, I really love it because everyone is so nice. I've never had anything negative um, face-to-face. Um, there can be some um, very small negatives in the past in regards to Louise from Arnold's, you know, when, you know, I've been on radio, oh, we're sick of hearing about, we're sick of hearing her. We'll turn it off, you know, for God's sake, you know. <laughs> but, you know, all in all, um, yeah, going on holidays um, because I do all the voiceovers for the business and the radio and TV ads and we advertise every single week, all year. So I'll go on holidays and I have to find a recording studio. Um, if I was smart, I'd set myself up and have it all with me in a little briefcase, uh, like most people do these days. Some people do, voiceover artists do. Um, but, yeah, so that's why we always tend to go to one location because I know people up there in Noosa and Sunshine Coast. And um, so having had such a big radio background and my husband was in radio, so there's just been, you know, instances where we can just pop into a studio and I can just voice and then I'll just finish my holiday. So, But I'm not really having a full holiday. Mm. So if I was smart, I, I would have gone overseas or go on a cruise ship where there's no internet or go to an island, a remote island, so I can't, you know, no one can find me. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you, you, you plan to stay here in Albury-Wodonga. You know, you love it, multiple generation family in town. Um, are, you, are you Louise Arnold, like the character of, are you, is that you until you're well beyond 50? Can she 50? age? Can Louise Heights Louise be 70? I don't know. I'm not quite sure about that. See, my Ben and Maddie, the fifth generation, my brother's kids, they'll, I'd say, 
they'll still want me um, at 70. But I don't know whether she can age. But Has, has Maddie gone to uh, drama training, <laughs> no. yeah, you know, innocently, naively to be roped back in as the face of Arnold? <laughs> Actually, I'd say Ben, um, he, he's, you know, I've taught him a few things. He's, you know, happily um, um, spoken on, you know, on TV news stories and things like that. But uh, no, but I reckon I could still do it. See, can't you see it? I'll be at home with the grandkids and they'll just ring me and say, quick, you know, or, or well, you'll ring me, Kevin, because you'll still be doing radio yeah. and I'll be able to do an interview with you. <laughs> I love it. Um, toughest decision you've had to make in life. Any tough decisions? How do you go with them? Do they make you scared? Do they make you oh, worried? Oh, yeah. I'm, Being a positive person, yeah, I'd imagine positive. when I things, get, things I can, get tough. I can be a bit indecisive, so I can't really sometimes. And that's where I look, you know, you look to your, your partner. Craig's awesome like that. He's great great um you know rock for me and essentially um he got louise from arnold's going it was his idea so um so i'd be nothing without my husband which is, uh, <laughs> all bikes I, need to hear that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh, tough decisions or oh, the, the tough decision i remember when i left high school was do i have the gap year because gap years back in the 80s were starting to become a bit of a thing mm. and i thought that sounded really great or do I go to this university? I'd been given this place in Wagga. Oh, Wagga. All my girlfriends were going to Sydney and Melbourne. I thought, oh, God, it's a bit sad. Louise heading off to Wagga. So the best decision, it was a tough decision to make. You know, do I, do I gap year at Arnold's and make money or do I go to uni in Wagga? And it was dad that said to me, he never got a choice because his father said, because he was the only son. You have to come and work at Arnold's. You've got no choice. Dad wanted to be a teacher, a racing car driver. You know, he had some his own dreams. So Dad said, you've got to go, go. And that was the, that was the best decision I made because regardless of whether I came back to Arnold's, um, and I didn't know I would at the time. So tough decision for the f- first few weeks, but Dad helped me make it. We've sort of touched on the, um, the accidental <laughs> study, you know, the... the the, once you started being the face of Arnold's, did you go? This is it. This is what this is what I've done that study for. This is what I've done the experience for, and I'm in a family business. Or were you still chasing those bright mm. lights of home and away? No, <laughs> no. They said to us when we finished the third year, the last week in third year, they said to us, "Oh, by the way, only ten percent of actors have work." <laughs> and I thought, what? Just done three years of theatre and TV. Now you're telling us this? And he, he said to us, just keep your finger in the pie. Ah, okay. So when I came back to Aubrey, I did a lot of theatre here um, with not another theatre company in Wodonga. I was just happy to be here, I think, locally. Yeah. And I did my version of that here, as I said, doing the theatre. and um, But the Louise from Arnold's thing, I just did, thought it was just something that we do um, with 2AY um, for six months. We do an advertising pa- advertising package for, two, you know, for, for six months and that would be the end of it. But she was sort of popular. <laughs> and it worked. Well, people wanted to know what's in season. Oh, is that what you do with... Um, um, you know, banana skins. You can yeah. polish your shoes with a banana skin, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, that was my bright lights. Aubrey Wodonka's my bright lights. And we're happy to have you here. Thank Don't you. Don't you worry. Um, hindsight, it's always twenty twenty, crystal clear. I mean, your story you've told so far, garlic prawns, falling in love, having a couple <laughs> of kids, being the face of your family business, that, that all sounds like, mm. you know, a dream. But um, what advice would you give to a younger you? Oh, I've never been asked this question. You know, don't give a hoot of what everyone else thinks of you, I think. You know, 
a lot of people know me as being quite positive, but there's always two sides to most people. You know, there's always that, oh, I'm not sure. What do you think? Should I do that? So I'd say to that younger self, get out there and have a crack. Um, you've got a good solid base behind you and great support, family and friends. Get out there and, and do it and 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 look for more opportunities because they're out there. There's lo- I, I'm still looking for opportunities now. Mm. Is there something you've told your kids? Because I think that, that next generation, social media, all those things, yes. the, the confidence and the self-doubt, I guess. Well, I, I say to the kids, you just never know. And there's something about being a country kid, um, being from the country. Um, I don't know. We're just, you know, we're, we, we just get it. You know, we're, we're not... We're not soft. We've got sort of, you know, we we get in there and have a go. So, you know, my kids have got really great work ethic and I think that's come from us and we've taught, my husband and I have taught them that. Um, you know, yeah, so I've taught them. You just never know who can be there for you in the future and, you know, be nice to everyone as well because mm. they might end up helping you in the future. And, you know, just mention that, you know, you're from Albury. Everyone knows someone from Albury Wodonga, always. I can go on holidays and you always know someone from Aubrey or there's a connection. So, yeah, I tell my kids, you know, keep an eye out and, you know, you don't learn anything with your mouth open. <laughs> That's a great one. I love it. Um, oldie but a goodie, if you're able to invite three people oh. to a dinner party, alive or dead, who would you have sitting there? Oh. Now, I'm going to guess you're going to oh. say dad because I know well, you've said I, I was dad, going but... to say dad, but I'll take it further, is J.G. Arnold, who was my great-grandfather who started the business because... M- m- my dad didn't even know him because he died the year my dad was born. So I'm just fascinated with this fella that started this business and he had 12 kids, you know. like Work ethic. Yeah, absolutely. Reason to and work. Yes, mm. yes. Someone who has lots of children, mm. absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so definitely J.G. Arnold, um, alive or dead. Oh, this is a good question, but a hard one. I'd have to be someone celebrity. Okay, celebrity crush. Yeah. I know you love. Oh, I know you no, love gossip. But there's so many, <laughs> so many people that I love. You know, um, oh, I don't know. Stupidly coming to mind is Hugh Jackman, but only because he's a he's, he's you know he's a, he's a triple threat. He's done the theatre like I've done. I can I can't sing and dance. But <laughs> maybe he could teach me. Um, and um, yeah, and I'll, I'm going to say my husband, which sounds really soppy because he's a really great dinner party fun. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like it. Uh, sweet or savoury? You can do both in your line of work, so <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think I'll go I'll go I'll go sweet, but I'm not a I'm not a really, really sugar sweet. You know, you give me a banana or carrot cake above a chocolate cake any day, much happier. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm not an icing fan either. So I'll go sweet. Um and I don't, I'm not, pe- people that like the savoury, like their cheese and bickies with their wine, I'm not a real cheese and bickies person. Just the wine. Okay. And cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, what are your plans this weekend? Oh, this weekend. What is happening this weekend? Well, friends, um, daughters are coming home and yep. we're reuniting, which is yep. beautiful. You know, after lockdown, um, Melbourne lockdown, Sydney distance away. So um, seeing that um, the next generation catching up, which has just been awesome because we just miss that freedom so much. Mm. And the weather will be great. Um, Craig and I love to entertain. We've built an entertainer's house. So there will be a lot of um, a lot of laughing, a lot of music, a lot of really good food. I will probably Instagram uh, the food, um, and that's what the, my kids hate so much because before we eat, I have to 
to say, stop, you can't eat anything. I'd take a photo because <laughs> I've got to put it on Arnold's Instagram. And that's become my thing, particularly this year, because we still need to communicate with the customer. Yeah. And, and it'd be remiss of me not to ask, your signature dish, Louise <gasps> Arnold. Mine. What is it that you, what's your go-to? Um, oh. I know you're good at sharing lots of different recipes, um. but what's one you just can't walk past? Where you oh. just like, that is easy or it's wholesome oh, it's, it's or whatever it is. It's all easy because I'm, I'm easy peasy. <laughs> um, I immediately come because I think of summer and I am doing it today for my mum is corn salad. But you've got to char the corn. You can do it on the barbie or just on the stovetop. Charred corn salad. And, you know, avocado, you can add you know, mint, some feta, um, some capsicum, some shallots. And it's just so easy. And it's great even the next day from the fridge. It's great as leftovers. Um, having mum for lunch today, which is absolutely awesome because she's been in lockdown in aged care. So she's allowed to come out and have lunch at my house today. So it's, it's a bit of a special day. Well... I really do appreciate you putting some time aside for us, Louise Arnold, and sorry it's taken this long to get to you. I know we're meant to do this back in March. It's been an extremely interesting year, and who knows what the... the we try to do these once a month, so who knows what the coming months will, will oh, throw in. Oh, you might want to have me back. Or, that would well, be easy. Well. You know, can I just say, Kev, you got me... You got me behind a microphone doing my first radio gig. You slid into my DMs, if you, that was a thing 10 years ago, and you contacted me and said, my name's Kev Poulton and I would like to be, I would like you to help me co-host a radio show. A fill-in breakfast radio fill show. Fill-in, and you were a fill-in, I was a fill, fill, fill-in, and I didn't know you, and I knew of you, I think, and you were young and... <laughs> naive in a nice way yeah. and I remember that and I had to get up at 4.30 and the first day I put full face on and I thought oh I don't need makeup and, um, and we did that for a week and it was absolutely awesome so I thank you for doing for letting me do that because I think I've always wanted to try what that would be like because I'm you know I do all of the voiceovers in a voice booth but doing it and you know and you're awesome thank well you. it turns out that I wanted to know what it felt like as well <laughs> here I am now Louise Arnold, it's been a pleasure to hear a bit about your journey. I know there's so much more. There's a couple of history books there, family and business-wise, that people can no doubt track you down through the business to find out more about or get a copy of or at least uh, read. And um, thank you so much once again. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Journey. At BMG Partners, they enable people to achieve their dreams. And if listening to this conversation got you thinking about your journey and whether you're on track, they'd love to hear from you. Head to bmgpartners.com.au. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.